I'm Ryan. I'm a science teacher. I'm Cheryl, and I slept through science. Each episode, we'll tackle a science question you may have learned in school, but can't quite remember or fully explain. And I'll take the risk of asking the dumb questions so that we can all understand the science we slept through. The bell has rung. Let's get started. Welcome to lesson 29. We are in our color unit. Cheryl, I feel like there's something different today. How did you know? I just have a sense. <laughs> yeah, well, instead of one person staring back at you, which is like, I guess I'm being private tutored then or something. Um, <laughs> today, we are welcoming an exchange student to our classroom. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Well, welcome to our class. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Beth. I'm from the far off land of Los Angeles. <laughs> Hi, Beth. Welcome to our class today. Thanks. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Yay. I listen every week. Oh, that's Yay. so sweet. And Beth is the artist behind our logo mm -hmm. and our different unit art styles. And um, mm -hmm. every episode, I say thank you every time you say my name. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Well, it's great to have you here. Uh, you. Since you're here, mm -hmm. I wonder, do you have a question about color? I do have a question about color because as Cheryl mentioned, I am an artist and I realized the other day that I am a mid-30s woman who works with paint and colors and I have no idea how glow-in-the-dark paint works. Oh, do you use glow-in-the-dark paint a lot? Uh, no, but I do actually right here next to me. I do have some glow in the dark D and D dice. Um, <laughs> and I bought them recently. I was like, that's a great question for, for Mr. Ryan. Cause I have no idea how that actually works. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's a great work, question. <laughs> hey, perfect question. Well, we're going to start the same way we always do with a pre-assessment, but this time we've got two brains oh that can work together Ooh. to figure out what so you So we don't even know. need you, Ryan. We'll definitely figure it out by ourselves. I, yep. I was going to say yep. we're going to be twice as humiliated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, let's just start with what do you know about glow-in-the-dark paint, even if it isn't related to how it works? Mm. What do you think, Cheryl? I know that if you shine light on it, it mm -hmm. like activates it. Yeah, okay. I have to like charge it with light. Ooh, is it a char is it a positive charge? Because mm. energy creates light. I, I learned that on this podcast. Light is energy, isn't it? A kind of energy. Oh boy, this energy is like gives off light sometimes. Yes, when things have energy. Yeah, light or heat or something. I just assume they took those little like microscopic bugs that are in those special pools that are all like glow in the dark and then they just like grind them up and put them in the paint <laughs> ryan are making the same face <laughs> i'm sorry the bugs that are in i was i was tracking with you when you said the special bugs and then you said that are in the special yeah. pools are you talking like, about the, like the bioluminescence yep yep like, oh so not like yep. fireflies well but maybe they too. use fireflies too <laughs> Is there a firefly inside my dice? <laughs> you got to figure it out. Lesson Shake over. Shake it up. <laughs> <laughs> then he gets mad. <laughs> uh, I, I, I mean, this is, uh, I guess, a crossover from to the biology uh, 
theme, but also like bioluminescence, I don't quite understand. It's something causes bio to luminesce, but uh, I have a feeling it's probably related because it's a similar glow. Uh, what I know about paint is that it is a medium with pigment uh, suspended in it. Okay. So the pigment in it, my guess, is going to be what glows, not the medium. Because uh, glow in the dark tends to be the same like greenish color mm -hmm. when it's not charged. I think I, f I feel like I've seen it like kind of a purpley as well, but um, they don't. You, yeah. you don't tend to have uh, tinted paint that is also glow in the dark. It has to be like that one color. Oh, that's a good point because if they also made it like a solid red color, whether that like cancel out the ability to see. Yeah, you don't ever see it, so that's what I wonder if that's the case. Yeah, mm. everything glow in the dark is like kind of clear, like those mm -hmm. stars you stick on your ceiling. Yeah, they're that like green clear color. Yeah. Um. What else do we know about glow in the dark? Can you tell me what what a pigment is? You mentioned there's a pigment and a medium. Oh yeah, pigment is what gives the color, so it's a either synthetic or natural i know i know more about <laughs> that it's a pigment side of color than i do other sides of color that's great uh, so like like cadmium is a heavy metal that can be yellow or red or you know different colors um but like the phthalos are a synthetic color that um is created in a lab from chemicals because everything's chemicals uh but like phthalo blue is like a common blue okay. cobalt blue heavy metal mm -hmm. really beautiful blue mm -hmm. um Wait, cobalt. Think white. From cobalt. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I guess that would make sense. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, they, we don't use lead white anymore for obvious reasons, but lead white is really beautiful. It's like a very like l like luminescent white, not like actual lumes, but like uh, that's why a lot of the old paintings are like have kind of this beautiful glow to them because lead white is really really good white. Mm. but it's super poisonous so don't mm. well we don't so use don't anymore. eat your paintings a lot of people solved. would uh, <laughs> a lot of people would um would like try to make their brush thinner by with uh, their teeth and uh -huh. then oh no and then they get lead in their system that's yeah. also how they the radium girls i was gonna say with. that yeah that's like with radium when they were mm -hmm. painting it on watches yep that would that was a yep pointing your brush <laughs> don't do it with your teeth so what are we going to learn in the future about glow in the dark and how dangerous it actually well, is? Yeah, you... I mean, radium glows in the dark is, yeah. I mean, surely this is not based off of radium <laughs> and plutonium and all the like horrible things, is it? <laughs> Wait, so that means, is there like some other element that's safe that we're using? Yeah, that's, the there you go. Then? Surely there's a mm, safe okay. glowy element. But safe for some glowy reason, element. That's not why uranium. <laughs> Why is it activated when you put light on it? That's like yeah. Does it make the molecules me. all wiggle like we learned in a previous episode? Ooh, you have mm -hmm. been attending our class. I wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'm a remote learner. There you go. <laughs> uh, I was just watching a a documentary about Chernobyl, so that's what had me thinking about uh, radiation. But let's also mm. not let's not play with that kind of radiation. Yeah, not so much. Mm -mm. Um, so any other ideas about what does the activating? Uh, I mean, no. <laughs> Light, <laughs> molecules. Uh, I mean, does do we know, have you ever had a glow-in-the-dark thing for a long time? Does it decrease over time? Like, can it run out of its glow-in-the-darkiness? 
Mm, interesting question. What do you think? I mean, I feel like it would because everything degrades over time, but uh, I feel like I've had a shirt that had like glow in the dark stuff on it, but that probably just washed out eventually versus actually like, is this plastic dice that'll take billions of years to biodegrade? <laughs> will it always glow in the dark or will it slowly just lose its ability? The funny thing is that light makes a lot of colors fade. It's true. But that's not true with glow-in-the-dark stuff. Yeah, it makes, so. it, it makes it glow. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. So many thoughts. Yeah, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of thoughts to build on here. <laughs> All right. Are you ready to get some answers to your questions? Always. It is about time we get some answers from you. That's, yep. <laughs> That's it. That's the way to go. I demand satisfaction. <laughs> well, I cannot promise satisfaction. <laughs> you may not like the answers I have to give. Oh, no. Is there it like is, a deep state glow in the dark? It <laughs> will, it's, crushed, it's crushed up bugs, I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> the souls no. of little children. Uh, uh, no. Oh, sorry, too far. No. <laughs> no. What I'm going to do, though, I'm going to start with something that you said, Beth, and then I, okay. that you kind of, I had you explain a little bit more, is how is paint actually put together? You said mm -hmm. that there is a medium that yeah. then has a pigment in it. Mm -hmm. And I asked you a little bit more about pigment, and you said that's the chemical or the molecule that actually has the color. Mm -hmm. Typically, the way that pigments work is they absorb certain wavelengths or colors of light, and they reflect or give off different wavelengths and the wavelengths that they give off are the ones that we see. Cool. Is this, are we tracking so far? Yep. Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's not very convincing. Tracking enough. Enough. Yeah. Okay. So just as a, just as a reminder, cause in some previous lessons, we've talked about how the all white light is made up of all the different colors of the rainbow. We just don't see them as separate. When our eyes see all of the different colors, we interpret that as white but there's actually all of the different colors there. And what, the, what our eyes are perceiving as different colors actually have different wavelengths. So the shorter wavelengths are on the bluer side of the rainbow and the longer wavelengths are on the redder side of the rainbow, right? And so as you've got these different wavelengths or different colors, different pigments interact with different wavelengths in different ways. And so they can give off other ones. So like the red pigments are absorbing most of the colors, but they reflect back the red wavelengths. That's why it looks red to us. Does that help cool. maybe a little bit more? Yep. Okay. For glow-in-the-dark paint, the pigment that you're using is one that behaves a little bit differently than standard pigment. You probably would have guessed that since it sure, doesn't sure. work quite the way. Mm -hmm. um, instead of just simply absorbing or reflecting, it absorbs, holds on to, and then gives off. Oh. And this is actually technically happening at the electron level and has to do with orbitals and all of these things that we're not going to go into today, but I'll put some links in the description if there's people who would like to read a little bit more about more of the details. But basically what you can think of is you talked about activating or charging the light. What you do is you've got to give some energy to those molecules and to their electrons. And you can do that through lots of different things. Um, and those electrons normally if it's not a, a glow-in-the-dark pigment, they would absorb that energy and then almost immediately give it off again. 
Okay, that's actually the way that like fluorescent lights work. You've heard oh. of fluorescent lights. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the process of glow in the dark is actually called phosphorescence. And then Beth, you also mentioned bioluminescence, right? Mm -hmm. All these words sound similar and that's not an accident. They're all related to each other. So bioluminescence is obviously living things that produce their own light, right? And that's through a chemical process. Mm. And then um, uh, fluorescence is with like those old fluorescent tube lights that I think we all grew up with. They're in my kitchen. And they're, ooh, <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Yep. Right? But, but the way that that works is it runs electricity and that's what gives the extra energy but then it very, very quickly translates that extra energy from electric energy into light energy that we can see. But it does it almost instantaneously. You flip on the switch, the lights go on. You flip mm -hmm. off the switch, the lights go off, right? So it, it takes the energy, changes it to a different form, and gives it off. For phosphorescence, and it actually was originally based on the element phosphorus, oh. that's where... Hmm phosphorescence come from sure. now they're not really using phosphorus they're using other chemicals and other substances but sure. same basic idea it does the same basic process except it holds on to some of that energy and it has to do with all of these weird complicated quantum mechanics things that are very cool but mm -hmm. basically it holds on to the energy much longer than normal and then when it gives it off it gives it off over time it doesn't give it off all at once. And so it is then uh, phosphorescing or giving off light. Glowing. Glowing, right? Huh. And it will technically do that even if it's not dark. You just don't really notice it, right? Did you yeah, ever, right, as a yeah. kid, you had the thing to see if it was working and you'd like yeah, put your oh, hands yeah. around and you'd, you know. Totally. Exactly. Yep. Oh, so you're doing it right now it's with, working. Yes. with your dye. Yeah? Yeah. Yes. Great. <laughs> yeah. And so that's basically the way that glow in the dark works and then whether it's a paint or it's in so like your your dye that you have mm -hmm. there isn't painted i wouldn't right. guess i guess it's Probably actually in the plastic exactly in the yeah. plastic itself it's embedded in there but it's Ooh. the same process and it's using the same substance which is also why you referenced it's usually the same color it's because mm -hmm. the the pigment that is able to hold on to that energy and release it slowly over time it's only very specific pigments. And when they yeah. do that, they only give off that energy at certain wavelengths, which is why there are mm. those specific colors. Uh, interesting. So is it true mm. then, my guess, that if you like also like put some red pigment in there, you wouldn't see it? You wouldn't see what? If well, you, like we were talking about how they're clear. Different. So if you use a different pigment to bind the phosphorescent stuff to it it wouldn't work is that what well red pigment doesn't phosphoresce okay no i'm saying if it's you red. mix it if you try to make your object like she tried if she wanted her dye to be like a solid red color mm -hmm. could it also be glow in the dark because my guess was no because they're and, always clear okay and why now that you kind of have a basic understanding of how it works why do you think that wouldn't work i think because it's clear, then you can see into the middle of it, which means you can see all of the pigment all the way through the object, not just the outer layer. And I think if it were a solid color, then you'd only be able to actually see the outside of the object, and that wouldn't be enough of that uh, I see. for it to happen. I see what you're saying. 
yeah, I think that is possible. I think also anytime you introduce another pigment, you're now competing for those light waves, mm. right? And so you don't have as much of the phosphorescent pigment to absorb the light and give it off. And even when it does, it might get absorbed by some of the other pigment that's in there. Mm. But I've never done it. I feel like that would be a great experiment. <laughs> <laughs> so are you saying that the pigment is phosphorus? Not anymore. It's not. Okay. It used to be. Um, it's now they use um, silver activated zinc sulfide or doped strontium aluminate. Dope. Yeah. Huh. But the pigment is the glow in the dark stuff. Yes, it's the yeah. so a pigment is just a molecule that we see having color. That's that's mm -hmm. literally what pigment is. Uh, you've you've heard of other pigment molecules before. Melanin is one that's in skin for uh for like a lot of living things. Cl chlorophyll is a pigment mm -hmm. in plants that makes them look green. Right? Those are pigment molecules. And that's why Beth when Beth was referring to, you know, where some of those uh, kind of paint colors initially came from, mm -hmm. a lot of them are from metals because those are things that already have a color. So that's a pigment. And then of course, we with technology have been able to synthesize other molecules to make other colors and things like that. But the pigment is just a way of talking about a molecule that has a very specific color to it. Hey, here, do you want a fun fact? I do. I do. Do, do I get extra credit for this? Uh, do you well, know it depends what, the on what the fact is? Do you know what the very first uh, uh, synthetic pigment was? Oh, like what color or what the actual mm -hmm. name of it what was? What color? First than synthetic pigment? Purple. I was going to guess a blue. Ooh. Cheryl's closer is mauve or mauve, depending on where in the country you're from. Which is one of those colors that I can tell you is a color, but I don't actually know what color it's it like is. A, it's like a pinky purple. Um, so okay. there's a ton of dresses from the Victorian time, I think, that were mauve okay. because it became like super high fashion to have this new color. Oh, interesting. I was guessing purple because of royalty, but that was natural pigment. Mm -hmm, yeah. But so it was synthetic, like the Yeah, it's like get. a... I'm trying to think. Do I have anything mauve? I mean... Probably. I guess this... Pen is kind that's a little purple. It's more like a combo of these two colors, <laughs> which is not helpful. <laughs> but like uh too much light. This light doesn't work. But yeah, you know, like those colors. Um but yeah. Huh. Oh boy though, if you Google it, whole... you get an assortment of colors. Yeah, your face is a little more mauvier than uh <laughs> yep. uh no, there's a whole book about mauve and paint and pigment and interesting all that fun stuff. Yeah. I, and I guessed blue because blue is one of the rarer pigments in mm -hmm. the natural world. Yeah. It doesn't, it does occur, but it doesn't occur a ton. Um, and actually as a pigment, oftentimes the color blue in the natural world is caused by physical things, not actual pigment molecules. Oh, interesting. For example, like butterfly wings. Mm -hmm. You think of like some of those really iridescent blue butterfly wings. Yeah. Those are actually not caused by a pigment. They're caused by the actual shape of the wings themselves that bends the light in a very specific way. So if you crushed them up, they would not be blue anymore. Correct. Yeah. Cool. That's huh? really cool. Uh, I just remembered I have a book all about color. Hang on. Where is it? 
It's somewhere in my room. One thing. Uh, color problems. It's someone color problems. went through and... Oh, wait. This is the wrong book. This is great for podcast. <laughs> this, this podcast is great. It's this one. The other gray book. Huh. Oh, my gosh. This shelf is so dusty. Right. You can tell I use my books a lot. The Secret Lives of Color. <laughs> uh, they go through. It's fun because the pages are all colored. Uh, and tell you like stories about colors and like historical times they're used or like there's one about saffron it's like you know saffron being a food thing but yeah strong color too so yeah tons of color that's like it's a super cool book so color Ooh, that's good extended reading for yeah us. yeah <laughs> we'll put, put a link to that in the description yeah. secret lives of color that's cool awesome i think they did a radio lab episode about that book that's why i have it oh that makes sense mm-hmm all right, so next up, Beth, is Cheryl's favorite part of every lesson. Snack time? No, but you're welcome to eat a snack if you brought one. Recess. No, that's not good for audio. No, we don't do recess at this level. Oh. Quiz! Boo. No! Okay, but I have good news. Uh-huh. This week, it's a group quiz. Ooh, I do like those. <laughs> Does the group involve Google? <laughs> no. Google is not part of your group. That's an open All book right. quiz. Cheryl, do you want to work with me? And then we can just like sit and like talk about our friends. <laughs> and it's timed. <laughs> okay. First question. What is the part of paint that gives it color? I mean, I know it, but it's pigment, right? It's pigment. Yeah. yeah pigment. Pigment. Is that your final answer? Yes. Mm-hmm. Bing, bing, bing. Yay, we got $1,000. Okay. Oh, yes. uh, wow. Okay, great. I don't know where that's coming from. It's coming out of our budget, Cheryl. Ooh, yikes. <laughs> okay, second question. Why are glow-in-the-dark objects usually the same color? Because I, I think, this, Brian, I'm not talking to you right now. I'm talking to Beth. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. I think it's because it, the actual like element is that color. Pigment. <laughs> Just the same answer, right? <laughs> See above. <laughs> so what's uh, your answer? Because the pigment, because the pigment that glows is that color. Yeah, and it's the same. It, no matter what yes. the thing is, there's only a few pigments that actually glow. Do glow in the dark, and so they're all the same color. Got it. Yes, great job. Yay. Question three, what does charging glow-in-the-dark paint do on a molecular scale? Oh, it brings the light into the electrons that then slowly push it back out, but not immediately like other interactions. Is that right, Cheryl? Yeah. (laughs) Confidence. I like it. (laughs) Cheryl, what would you say? Um, that it ref, yeah, it actually like absorbs it and then slowly reflects it. What's the it? The light. Okay. Energy. The light. The waves. Like the energy, the light. I'm just going to throw science words out and hope that one sticks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know that strategy. Reactions. (laughs) Yes. 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 It allows, it allows it to absorb that energy. It can then, yes, be 
put back out again. And you sort of have alluded to this next question already, but the next question, what do glow in the dark objects uh, do differently from objects that don't glow in the dark in terms of energy? Oh, they absorb it and slowly release it instead of just bouncing right back out, right? Cheryl? Yeah, yeah. it's not over time. Um, the other objects are instant. There you go. See, look at that. Y'all are doing great. Last question. There's more? Oh my gosh. There's one final done. question. Okay. Fine. And actually, this was one of your questions. Yikes. Are you ready? We've been bamboozled. <laughs> I was going to say, look on Beth's face right now. You're like, oh no, what just happened? What was our question? <laughs> okay. Uh, so last question. Can glow-in-the-dark paint or glow-in-the-dark object run out of its glow-in-the-darkiness oh. and explain your answer? No, because it's uh on the like molecular level that it it's all about absorbing and then slowly releasing energy not a color that could fade right does that make sense at you cheryl <laughs> oh oh the um, two of you are talking first remember that's all oh, this group, that's quiz, right. yes, group that's quiz right mm -hmm. yeah got it um yeah i think so and i think like it because it's actually part of like the structure of the object too then it's it's not going to like fade or chip or something because the molecules are still in there and they're going to keep doing that. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's a different question for why some pigments fade and some don't. What does fading actually mean? Is that breaking down of the... So I guess it could if the whatever fancy science names for this pigment is like eventually breaks down over time. But other than that, in theory... No, because it's about absorbing and then holding. It's still going to do what it does. It's yes. still going to do what it does, Ryan. It's, it's still good. <laughs> there you go. That's all I was looking for. It's still going to do what it does. <laughs> that's clearly what my key says. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I think that I think that's a, a good, good reasoning. And that's what I was really mm -hmm. looking for in that question wasn't so much the direct answer, but more the thought process you were going through of mm -hmm. the fact that yeah it's based on the pigment itself and the pigment ha is what has the ability to absorb and re-release and so that the only thing that would prevent that from happening is if the pigment itself broke down which it's, could happen over time sure. like you were referencing mm -hmm. Beth but in general it's not like oh it only has six charges in it and then <laughs> it runs out this isn't a D&D &D spell you guys that's <laughs> you don't have spell slots it's fine <laughs> no spell slots <laughs> okay well uh beth thank you so much for joining us today Yay, as our thanks for having me. This guest exchange this student so hopefully you feel like you got an answer to your question i did and i i'm thrilled by it i didn't know i'm i i am satisfied wonderful well <laughs> that's all the time we have left for learning this week so why don't you go ahead and pack up your stuff and get ready for my closing remarks you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at I Slept Through Science or on Twitter at Slept Science. If you have dumb science questions like I do, please send them to us. You can email us at I Slept Through Science at gmail.com or you can even send us a voice memo and we'll play it on the podcast. Please rate and review our podcast to tell other people what you think about it, subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode, and share about our podcast on social media. 
Thank you to Beth Reed Miller for the artwork. You're welcome. You can check out more of Beth's artwork at Beth is something. Okay, great. Thanks. Bye. Ah! The bell doesn't dismiss you. I dismiss you. Thank you.